What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and happy new year. Happy 2021. Wow. Can you believe it? I really can't. <laughs> I really can't believe that we got through. Yes. So happy 2021, everybody. Um, In the spirit of it being a new year, we are going to walk through some of our goals and manifestations for this year. But also, we want to give you guys a chance to tell us your goals because we are kind of using this episode as a way to hold ourselves accountable. I feel like you're always held so much more accountable to goals when other people know about them and when you like speak them into existence rather than Mm -hmm. just keeping them to yourself. So we're kind of using this episode to do that for ourselves, and we want to have you guys have a chance to do that too. So Kylie, do you want to tell us what we're going to do? I sure do. So we are going to link a Google form in the show notes of this episode for you to fill out. We have three slots. We only require you to fill out one goal that you have for this upcoming year, but if you have multiple goals that you want to share with us, feel free to leave them in the form. And we also... We're raffling off $10 to a small business. So if you want to be entered in that raffle, you can leave your contact information in the Google form. And we're also going to post on our Instagram and have you guys tag a friend uh, that you would use the $10 with at the small business. And then you are entered to win and you will have your goal read on the episode and you'll be held, held accountable and we'll be having great 2021s. Yeah. And I guess to clarify, like even if you share your contact information on the form, we're going to say the goals anonymously. So you don't have to worry about like if your goal is to lose 15 pounds, like we're not going to like call you out about like who you are or anything like that. Yeah. And there's going to be one winner. um, So we will randomly raffle everyone who enters um, off to get the $10 and go from there. Yeah. So I guess as a quick review, click the form in the show notes of this episode fill out your goal, put in your contact information if you want to have a chance to win. And then if you want to have a chance to win, head over to our Instagram uh, post that we will also have linked and tag a friend to enter as well. That's all she wrote. We're excited to hear your goals and we're going to read these in an episode that is coming up in the next couple weeks so that you guys have a little bit of time to fill out the form. Yep. So now that that's out of the way, should we get into our segments? We sure should. This week is the first time we're recording post-Christmas. So Christmas is still recent to us, less recent to you guys listening, I guess. But figured we would do a quick review. Um, So for my Christmas, we did end up having the mimosas. So thanks for that tip, Kylie. Stole that from you. Um, We also got sushi, like I mentioned. We might. And it was overall just a nice day. Um, I think my favorite gifts that I gave were I gave my parents a pet portrait Um, And I actually want to shout out the artist that did it. I went to Northeastern with her and we did our freshman year abroad program together. And she's just a really great artist. She has like a lot of art related side hustles and she does like an amazing job. So her Instagram is at doodles by Josie if you want to check her out. Uh, But yeah, she did an amazing portrait of my animals that I gave to my parents. Um, And then I also got my mom a ring light because she does eBay as like a side business. I think I've mentioned this before. But, like, she's very reliant on, like, the weather for good photo-taking opportunities of, like, her merchandise. So this will allow her to, like, take pictures whenever she needs to. And it's, like, less of a stressor because I felt like she would 
have to spend every nice day like inside taking the pictures because she finally mm-hmm. had the light. Um, and Kylie and I can use it for some podcast related stuff too. So that'll be nice. Yeah. And then I just threw this in here because I thought it was funny. If you guys have ever seen 19 Crimes wine, it's like wine with criminals on it. Like it's kind of like every different wine that they sell has like a different mugshot on it, like vintage looking. So I took a 19 Crimes bottle of, I think I got like a Cabernet and I took a picture of my boyfriend Grant and I put it on the face of the criminal and it was just really funny. So I feel like I recommend if you have like someone's birthday coming up or like literally anything, I just thought it was like hilarious. And then my favorite gifts I received are my mom got me these vintage candlestick holders that are from the sixties and they're cactuses. Um, and I've gotten two people tell me that they look like bongs. <laughs> One without, of them was me. <laughs> yeah. Like without a candle in it, I see that, but I think when there's a candle in it, it'll be less. Yeah. What's that word? Like, Oh, paraphernalia. Paraphernalia, yeah. It'll be less paraphernalia looking. Yeah, I think just on a sudden glance, if you like don't know what it is, you're mm-hmm. like, is, wait a second. Yeah, because <laughs> it's I, like yeah, glass. I yeah, I think yeah, with a candle, it. it'll be fine. Um, But those are really cool. Very like mid-century modern vibes. Um, And then Grant got me a soda stream, which you guys know how often we talk about seltzer. I think that'll be a lifesaver. Yeah. And then um, I don't know if you guys – has anyone been around long enough to remember me talking about the Switch, like the Nintendo Switch in mm-hmm. freaking like May or June because yeah. Grant's mom finally got me one and I couldn't believe it. So it was really nice. Obviously, like the material stuff of Christmas matters the least of any of it, but I just wanted to shout out those gifts because they were really exciting. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to let me know how you like the soda stream because I've been going back and forth on whether or not I want to get one. So Yes. Have to let me know if it's worth it. So for me, my Christmas was pretty much on par with how I described it was going to be. Uh, we made some homemade pizzas. We made a, like a big breakfast spread in the morning, and we actually so we're the type of family that like takes turns opening presents. So like my brother yeah. would open one, and then I would open one instead of all of us just like free for all because it savors the morning a bit more. Um, so we like halfway through opening presents had like a nice big breakfast. So then it like just kind of elongated the day it felt like. Um, And then we made some homemade pizzas and a Harry Potter marathon was on just like on TV. And I was like, hell yeah. So that was just on all day long. And me and my dad actually ended up making it like a full Harry Potter weekend and watching all eight movies. And it was just fabulous. And then my brother's girlfriend got us like this really fun hot chocolate kit with like the little mixing spoons that like melt Mm. chocolate into it. Um, So we made that and it was just honestly a really great day considering how weird of a year this has been. It like probably is up there with one of my favorite Christmases in recent memory. Um, So some of my favorite gifts that were given, both my dad and my brother are really into golf and like we're really into it in the summer. Um, So I ended up getting them each golf balls of their favorite football team. So I got them, my mom got my dad Patriots, I think. Or no, my mom got my brother Patriots ones and I got him Tampa Bay ones because we love Tom Brady in this household. Um, And then I got my dad Patriots and Seattle Seahawks ones, which is such a controversial favorite teams to have considering wasn't that like the deflate gate year with the Seahawks? Uh, weren't I they never, the team I don't that know they sports played? Well enough. I, I, I so. kind of thought it was the Atlanta one, but I, I don't know. All oh, I know about us. All I know about the Seahawks is that they have, I think, DK Metcalf, who's like yeah. 
a meme somehow, but I don't, I don't know. Well, the 7% of guys that listen to this, please correct us <laughs> and let us know. Uh, I just remember some beef between the Patriots and the Seahawks, but I also could be making that up. Yeah, um, I don't know. And then we got my mom an iPad for Christmas. She had one, but it was just so old and so slow. So we ended up getting her a new one. I think it's the same exact one that I have. Um, Yeah, she's been loving it. She's like, it's a lifesaver that it doesn't take a century for things to load. And I'm like, that's amazing. I'm happy for you. (laughs) Um, And then my favorite gifts that I received, I ended up getting my coach purse and matching wallet. She's very pretty and I love her. It's just like a black it kind of gives me Chanel vibes in the sense that it's, like, black and quilted. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. I think I mentioned before, like, I didn't want one that, like, said, like, coach or had, like, the coach C's all over it just because that's not really my style. So I feel like if you didn't know, you wouldn't be able to tell what yeah. brand it is. Um, but that's just kind of what I prefer. And then my brother actually gifted me Barack Obama's memoir, A Promised Land, Um, And I didn't even tell him that, like, I wanted it. I didn't even know that he knew it came out. Um, But he said that he saw that it came out on November 17th and ordered it for me that day. And I was like, that's so sweet. So sometimes boys pay attention. And that's always sweet. I kind of thought you were going to, like, stop there. Like, my brother actually gifted me Barack Obama. Like, period. (laughs) Period. I have Barack (laughs) Obama. (laughs) He knows Barack. I love Barack. (laughs) And then my last gift that I received are these really fun green wide leg corduroy pants. And I feel like my wardrobe is really lacking. For someone who like has as much clothes as I do, I don't have any fun pants, Mm. really. Like I just have jeans and like work pants, which I don't think are fun. So I'm very excited. I was nervous. I had heard they run small and I was nervous they weren't going to fit, but they fit perfectly. So... You can look forward to seeing those on my Instagram, me and my fun green corduroys. That is fun. Um, Oh, and then one last thing for the week in review. I won't dwell too much because this is literally only relevant if if you're listening the day this episode comes out, but we will put a link in the show notes to sign a, it's not a petition, it's like a you send an email type of thing. But um, if you guys haven't heard that um, they are considering selling the arctic wildlife refuge to big oil i believe um so i'll put this form if you guys are listening the day it comes out because i think it closes on january 6th but there's just like a couple ways to take action like sending a text and stuff that they pre-write for you so so let's move into our favorites so my favorite is a movie that i watched last night I hadn't heard of it. It was on and I walked in and I was like, oh, what's this? And I ended up getting sucked in. And so it's called The Hillbilly Elegy. Is that how you say that word? Elegy? I think so. That's how I say it. So it's based off of a a book, like a true story, like a biographical book. Um, And it's about this guy named JD who goes to Yale Law. And he's actually from... Ohio and his family's from Kentucky and it kind of tells the story of like his Appalachia roots and like kind of the generational like trauma associated with that and I think it's like a really difficult but like honest portrayal of like middle America like it talks a lot about like drug abuse and like poverty and like I don't know it was just really like eye-opening I feel like yeah and even cooler that it was based off of a true story so highly recommend Amy Adams plays the mom 
and it's on Netflix. And I kind of want to order the book now because from the reviews that I read, it seems like the book dives into like the politics and like the reasoning behind a lot of these things more. Whereas the movie was just kind of like more storytelling around like his relationships with people and stuff. But yeah, it was really good. And I feel like you'd like it being like with the little law angle that it had. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like it's just enough law where like I'll enjoy it without it being like oh my god this is a law school movie yeah it doesn't it doesn't focus on that too much I thought it was funny that his name is JD and yeah. he was like oh so, yeah <laughs> he was like studying to get his JD I was like wow so he would be like JD last name JD and people would be yeah like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah nice um so my two favorites I feel like you may have mentioned one of these in a previous episode but I have just come around to trying it because I got it for a Christmas gift but it's the ordinary caffeine solution plus it EC ECGCG or something like that I don't know what I don't know what 5% something yeah so yeah so it's essentially just a serum that's for your under eyes um and I've been using it, I mean, at this point, like we said, Christmas was not that long ago, so I haven't been using it that long. Um, but I really like just, like, having a serum to put under my eyes. Um, I feel like it's just, like, an unenjoyable step in my skincare routine. And I'm excited to see if it, like, actually helps my under eyes. I have really bad under eye circles. I always have. Um, and law school did not help that situation for me. So, yeah, I'm willing to try anything that could make them go away but I will keep you updated on if I see any long-term effects but as far as just like having something to moisturize your under eye I highly recommend yeah I'm a big fan I've probably been using this since like February or March and I kind of bought it with the idea that I would use it on like an as-needed basis like if I had a really bad night or like looked especially puffy or something but I just end up using it every day basically yeah and the directions say you can use it like twice a day so I was like yeah I'll do it (laughs) Um, and then my next one, this is a very recent favorite because I just got it in the mail as a Christmas gift from my friend Lily. So thank you, Lily. But she got me a volcano candle, like the legitimate one from Anthropology. Capri Blue. Yeah. Is the brand. Yeah. Um, so obviously I know like what the volcano candle smells like, but I've never owned like even a dupe of one. So I'm very happy to have one in my little home. I have it burning right now and it just, it smells so good. Yeah, and they're really strong. All the Capri yeah. Blue candles in general are really strong, which I like. Yeah, so I have that burning. Highly recommend. Um, looking forward to having that scent with me for a little bit. All right, now that we've finished our segments, let's move into the main episode topic. All right, so like we mentioned, we're going to talk through some of our goals and manifestations for 2021, both to like speak them into the universe, but also to hold ourselves accountable. And maybe we'll make an episode at the end of the year updating how we did. How does that sound? That would be fun. So the categories we're going to go through are our health goals, finance goals, career and school goals, personal goals. And then for manifestations, we're going to do one small thing, one big thing, and then the ways we're going to push ourselves next year. Well, this year, I guess. Yeah. So I'll kick it off with the health goals. Um, I think a big goal for me, and this has been like an ongoing goal for a couple of years, but I think I really want to focus on it this upcoming year, is just finding a workout that I actually like and being as consistent about it as possible. Because I feel like I have a lot of workouts that I tolerate, but I haven't found anything other than dance that I like love to do. So I just want to find something that works and start doing it like three to four times a week, ideally. 
So I have the Peloton, which I feel like is really great because I was kind of in the same position as you where I didn't have something outside of dance that I loved doing. So I was looking for something that I could like do consistently and actually enjoy. And now that we have the Peloton, I just really like cycling. I think the classes are so fun. I think it's a great like beginner workout because you don't need like any inherent like skills or even like strength necessarily to do it. Everyone for the most part probably knows how to ride a bike. And even if you don't, isn't the hardest part of riding a bike, like learning how to balance on it. So anyone can just like (laughs) pedal their legs. Um, But yeah, so I guess from there, now that I've found the workout that I think works really well for me, I just want to make sure that I'm being consistent. And I also want to like venture out because the Peloton app has uh, workouts outside of um, cycling. They have like bar, they have stretching, they have cardio workouts. So just like utilizing all of the different features and getting my workout on, moving my body because I can. Love that for you. Yeah. Um, My next one is to cook from, I say from scratch. I don't know if I actually mean like from scratch, from scratch, but just like not relying on frozen entrees whenever I can. Um, So I want to be better about cooking from scratch whenever it's possible for me. And I think a way that I'll push myself to do this is I'm going to try to try out one new recipe every time I grocery shop, which is probably like once a week. Um, And my mom got me like a new vegetarian cookbook for Christmas. So I'm hoping just to like flip to a page in the cookbook, like right before I go grocery shopping, like take a picture of the ingredients, like not making it a huge deal and just like pick up what I need and like try something new every week, even if it's like something small, like a cool oatmeal recipe or something. But I just want to like branch out. And I feel like the reason that I haven't really been good about cooking from scratch is because I don't know a lot of recipes. So I think this will help. And I know like there are endless recipes online, but I feel like something about having a book just makes it so much easier because it's like fewer options, like pretty pictures. So I'm excited to try that. Yeah, I agree. I think online recipes are only easy when you know you want to make like a specific thing and you're just Mm -hmm. looking for the recipe. But cookbooks help like actually inspire you to cook something Mm -hmm. specific. Um, So for me, I want to make sure that my meals are as balanced as possible. I think especially towards the end of this year. I've been not eating the best, which is fine because it's the holidays and I've just been enjoying myself, but I also want to make sure that I'm being healthy and like taking care of my body. Uh, So I actually today started tracking only my meals. I'm not going to track everything that I put into my body because I think that's a very unhealthy way to go about eating. I don't think anyone needs to track everything that's going into their body and I don't think it's good for your relationship with food, but I do want to track my meals just to make sure that like I'm getting a balanced amount of protein, carbs, fats, like mainly the macro nutrients, especially protein as a vegetarian, because that can be uh, really easy to miss. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just some making sure that my plate is nice and balanced and that I'm getting everything that I should be getting in my meals. Yeah. And I feel like that's the kind of thing that like you probably have to start out diligently tracking but by the end of the year like you're gonna know what food groups like mean what and you probably won't have to track all of it anymore yeah I agree um my next one is just to continue journaling and exploring other like mindfulness related activities I feel like I got into it mainly toward the end of 2020 um and it's been a big help so I just want to make that a priority to continue and maybe find some other techniques that work for me yeah, my all mine is also kind of on the same lines of just being more consistent with journaling, using it as an outlet, especially when I'm feeling really stressed. 
Um, and then I also want to start seeing a therapist or counselor regularly. So I've been working on scheduling my first therapy appointment. My insurance only covers a certain amount of sessions, and I know that my school offers counseling. So I'm probably going to end up switching from this place that I'm uh, making my appointment at to my school counseling just for insurance reasons. But yeah, I think it'll be good for me to have like a once a week little therapy session to make sure that I'm all good and, you know, check in with myself and take time to make sure that I'm doing okay. Definitely. And I feel like even though it's weird to do it over Zoom, I've heard from people that it actually makes it easier to like find the right fit because you're not investing so much time and like going all these different offices, like it's just a quicker experience. For sure. Okay. So moving into the finance goals now, my first finance goal is to continue aggressively saving as long as I'm living at home, which I am right now, and I probably will be for at least the next couple of months, if not like at least the first half of 2021. So um, I'm saving about like 70 or 75% of my paycheck right now. I kind of want to bump that up to 80% because realistically, like I don't need to be spending money right now. Like I do it because it's fun and I have the disposable income, but like I could be better about it. Mm-hmm. So just trying to limit my spending while I can because this is such a good opportunity to, to save money and really making sure that like I'm automatically transferring every single time I get a paycheck and stuff. So that's my first one. Yeah. So for me, because I do not have disposable income because I'm an unemployed law student, um, I really want to stick to only spending when I absolutely need to. Uh, since I obviously don't have an income, I don't really have any money that I can just be spending willy-nilly. Um, so I was really good about this this first semester. Honestly, I was really proud of myself, uh, especially because I was nervous with quarantine and not really going anywhere that I was just going to like resort to online shopping. Being like, I'm bored. I'm just going to order new pants for fun and then be like, I have no money. Uh, but I didn't do that. I showed some restraint and... I want to keep that up and keep that mindset. Um, And that's not to say that like you can't spend money just on like coffee and things like that. Like I do believe in just like little spending to spark a bit of joy. Everyone loves a coffee every now and then. But for myself, I just want to be a bit more mindful of my own financial situation and what would work best for me. Definitely. Speaking of little spendings on things that bring you joy, I finally tried the Starbucks Irish Cream Cold Brew. And I'm so upset that that is not a year-round thing because it was like probably one of my favorite drinks they've ever had. And I've heard it's just a seasonal thing. So that's what I've heard too. And I've heard that most people wish that it was just a, a main menu item. I haven't tried it yet. I really should get there and try it before it's gone. As you're talking about saving money, I'm like, but wait, <laughs> the Irish Cream Cold Brew. I know. Um, well, it's fine. I got gift cards. It's fine. (laughs) Right. Gift cards. Right. Um, My next financial goal is to get a Roth IRA set up and start contributing to it. This is something that I really should have done in 2020, but I just think it was the type of thing that felt big and scary enough that I kind of kept pushing it aside. So within the next like few weeks, I really want to sit down and like pick a company to go through and just like get it all set up and like read up on it, learn more about ETF. I think it's called stocks. Like I don't know. I'm not very financially literate, so I just need to like learn about it and finally like get on a cadence of contributing regularly. But I know that like right now, I know that like the earlier you can do it, you're always going to benefit from it. And like I've seen all the TikToks of like compound interest, like it's like I know I should do it, so I just need to speak it into existence and make it happen. <laughs> yeah, this is also something that I'm like I really should do this, but 
again, I don't, I'm not making an income right now. So like finances really just aren't on my mind, except for Mm -hmm. like, don't make your bank account hit zero because when it hits zero, it's not going up. Um, But so one of my goals is to pay off two of my loans. So I've been pretty honest about how I in a pretty good amount of student debt. I think I have five loans total, which is like very sad. Um, But I think it is attainable for me to pay off two of them, which will honestly be such a nice relief because Mm -hmm. obviously like the loans are said and done. Um but they're accumulating interest and interest is like the actual bane of my existence. It's disgusting how much interest is charged on student loans, especially if you have private loans like myself. Um, So I really want to nip two in the butt just so I can not have interest accruing on two of them because it really is just like wasted money Mm -hmm. and it makes me mad. So I'm using that anger to fuel paying them off. We'll see how it goes. I realized I just talked about how I'm not making any money, but (laughs) I have some later goals that should hopefully help me with this goal. So we'll see. We're just speaking it into existence and hoping for the best. Maybe I'll win the lottery or something. (laughs) On a similar note, one of my goals for this upcoming year is to pay off my student loans. I was lucky enough that I only have federal loans, which kind of similar to the Roth IRA have been easy to keep kicking the can because the interest is on hold right now. Paused, yeah. yeah. So Um, it's been easy for me to be like, that's a later problem. That's a later problem. But like, I know I can make a significant contribution and I should just do it and get it sorted out. But I am kind of waiting for Biden's like 10K forgiveness thing to like come to fruition or at least have a timeline on it. So I guess we'll all see. But yeah, student loans are also a goal of mine. (laughs) So moving into the career and school related goals, My first one is just to refine the parts of my job that I'm enjoying the most and the least and try to get to a place where I enjoy the majority of my work through, you know, delegation, communication, things like that. And I'm lucky enough that I work at a small, very small organization. So I feel like while I wear a lot of hats, I can like easily communicate up about my preferences and stuff like that. And like, Obviously, there are always going to be like administrative tasks that just have to get done and often would fall on the program manager, which is me. But I think like, you know, using the fact that I have a direct report and like maybe communicating like what I enjoy, what I enjoy less and just figuring out how to like get to a balance where like I am doing the parts that I enjoy way more than the opposite. Yeah, for sure. For me, my first school goal is to find a better school life balance I think I did an okay job with this at the beginning of the semester. And as the semester went on, I got a lot worse at it. And it just led to a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and a lot of burnout. And that's no good. Um, So I want to get better at it and just be more forgiving to myself when I take breaks and when I take time to like see a friend or like Zoom a friend, go on a walk, like whatever it may be. Because I found myself feeling really guilty and like I always needed to be doing school whenever I like took a day off or took a break and I just need to like take that mindset away because taking a day off every week or taking an hour long break is not going to be the reason that you like don't do well in a class Mm. you know what I mean so I just need to like let go of that mindset and not taking it would more likely be the reason you wouldn't do well (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) like that's like scientifically proven that like you need to take breaks in order to like perform your best and here I am Mm. like just not allowing myself to take breaks so need to get better at that um my next one is to 
start thinking more about what a good grad school path for me would look like and timeline. I've kind of known that I plan on getting another degree. I just wasn't ready to immediately jump into something after undergrad. Um, So I'm trying to have like as many conversations as I can and like networking with people and figuring out like what they did and like what might be a right fit for me. And like, I don't expect to have like an exact plan by the end of 2021, but maybe just like refining a little more of like, is it more like a business school path? Is it more of like a science path? Like just having a little more insight by the end of the year so that I can eventually make those next moves, like maybe the following year or the one after that, depending what I pick. But that's a goal for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good goal. I think it's always good, especially with grad school, to kind of know what you're doing and know what you're getting yourself into, which is something I'm learning <laughs> the hard way. But that's okay, because now you can learn from me, and it's fun. <laughs> um, so my next goal is to let go of the mindset that my grades define my self-worth, because I'm learning that I am 100% the type of person that was like conditioned to believe their entire self-worth is attached to like academically doing well. Because I've just kind of, not, not to like weirdly flex, but I've just kind of always done well academically that anytime anything slips, I freak out and I don't know how to fix it. And that's not good because you're not going to be good at everything and you're not going to get good grades the entire time that you're a student. And that's an unrealistic expectation to put on yourself. And it just leads honestly to you performing worse because you've put so much pressure on yourself. So I need to learn to like remember that no matter what my grades are, it doesn't mean that I'm not smart and I'm not capable. It's just looking at my own skill set and learning what works for me and what doesn't. Yeah, I feel like that's a challenge of like our education system is like obviously they have to like assess your understanding somehow, but it does create like this unhealthy relationship with points and averages and grades and whatnot. Yeah. Um, My last career goal is to become an advocate or like a mentor figure for someone younger than me. Um, I had two really influential mentor figures when I was an intern at each of my respective companies. And I still talk to them now and they've like made such a difference in um, giving me advice. And like, I just like to chat with them about, you know, their path. They're not like too, too much older than me. So I just want to be that for someone. Um, And hopefully like one of the interns that we hire in the upcoming year, I could be that type of figure to them. Yeah, for sure. Mentors are the best. I love, I wouldn't be anywhere without mentors. And it's crazy to think that we're like transitioning into the period where we become the mentors because I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to guide anyone through anything. I think like, like I'll always have my mentors that I think of as like way ahead of me, but it's funny that like, yeah, now that we're, we'll have our own too. Yeah. So now moving into the more personal goals, I guess these are all just like the goals that didn't fit into any other categories. Um, So one of my big intentions for this upcoming year is to become as low waste and low carbon impact as possible. And I know like you don't have to tell me that the corporations are the problem and like putting all this responsibility responsibility on individuals is like problematic. Like I totally am in agreement with that. But I think I personally feel good when I know that I'm not contributing in a major way. So that's why I do it. I don't do it because I think it's going to make the biggest difference ever. Like I understand that there are more institutional problems, but just makes me feel good. So knowing that I'm going to try to, you know, be more intentional about like shopping zero waste when I can, or just like bringing the reusable coffee cup, like going the extra mile in little ways that I can. Yeah, no, I think that's, I agree with that mindset. I think it has to be kind of like a practice what you preach mindset where you can advocate and recognize that, you know, individual choices aren't going to make the difference that we need, but you can still make those individual choices and you might as well 
do that while simultaneously recognizing where the change really has to happen. But my first personal goal is to find a hobby outside of the podcast that I can turn to when I need a mental break, when I'm taking those breaks from school. I'm realizing that I don't really have one of those. The podcast kind of became my hobby. And as much as I love this, I think we talked about in a past episode that like, it's great that we have this, but we also need to both have our own separate mm-hmm. hobbies that we can turn to. Um, and I don't have one of those, so I'm going to find one. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm thinking I might go back to our journaling episode and look into like the more like visual, like Katie Bilotti style journaling. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a really fun, uh, creative expression for me. But yeah, I'll keep you guys posted on uh, where I land and what I find works for me. Yeah, definitely. It reminds me of the conversation I had at the doctors that I like told the story about at one point where they're like, what do you like to do? And I was like, I don't know. We have Um, no hobbies. Yeah. So definitely understand where you're coming from there. Yeah. My next one is to try to shop as small and as ethically as I can. Obviously, I'm not in the financial position to like buy everything, handmade, local, fair trade, everything. But I think when I'm in the position to do it, I need to start choosing that over like the instant gratification of Amazon and things like that. Because I think ordering from Amazon is a really easy way out. And it's, again, not our fault as consumers that like this is the easier option presented to us. And a lot of people only have that option. And I totally understand that. But I think when it's possible for me, I want to try to shop more locally and smaller. So kind of just like double checking if there's ever something that I want to order on Amazon, double checking if there's like a comparable small business option or like a comparable local option before I just hit order something that I want to start doing. And I think this especially became my mindset when I started working with startup companies and small businesses and just like knowing how much more it means to like have your dreams actualized through a purchase rather than just like contributing another number of cents to Jeff Bezos pocket (laughs) as much as I love you know, the convenience of Amazon and everything. But I'm just going to try to be like more intentional about always checking other options before just hitting order this year. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So for me, this is like the nerdiest goal ever, but it's genuine. I'm just showing my true self. Um, And it's to write more. So I found throughout the semester that I missed writing essays so much. I spent four years of my life just writing essays every every week and it's gone like I had a legal writing class but it's not the same like legal writing for those that aren't familiar it's like a fill-in-the-blank puzzle where you just like insert all the pieces with like the appropriate client facts and law and submit and if you can Mm -hmm. figure out how to do that like you're golden and so I just like miss writing and like getting fulfillment out of like researching and putting together like the pieces of whatever it is that like the topic is so obviously I'm not going to just like write academic essays for fun like that I'm not that nerdy but I do want to make sure that I write more whether it be through journaling or just like when I feel inspired I feel like I take a lot I'm gonna mention Katie Blotty again because I just think she's the coolest but like she for her podcast does so much research into like various Mm -hmm. points in history and I feel like that's something I could just do for myself to like become better educated and kind of flex that writing muscle when I'm really feeling like I've been doing all reading and need to like work a different part of my brain. Yeah. And we like briefly talked about medium together, like, yeah, as like a potential side hustle. So I feel like if you do end up doing that research, it could be beneficial to like promote it there and post it and see what happens. Yeah. Um, My next one, I'm not going to talk too much about this right now because I'm going to mention it later on in the episode, but 
I'd really like to move out of my parents' house. Not that I don't enjoy being here. I think I'm like really at a place where I've gotten used to it and like I'm really in a routine and it's nice to spend time with my family, my pets and everything. But I just think getting that independence back is something that I want to try to make happen in 2021. But like I said, I'll expand more after. (laughs) For sure. Um, So my next goal is to get in the habit of doing a non-school related reading every night. I'm thinking like 30 minutes a night before bed um, because I'm sure a lot of students can honestly relate to this, that being a student requires a lot of reading for most majors and um, courses. So the last thing you want to do for fun is read. But again, I'm a big fat nerd and I love reading. And I find myself just like, the word regret is in my mind, but that's not what I mean. Like, what is the word I'm looking for? Resent? Yes, resent. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I find myself resenting reading and like wanting nothing to do with it. But I do Mm -hmm. get a lot of joy from like reading for pleasure. So I want to get like back into that habit and like make it part of my like nightly routine. And hopefully I can like separate in my brain the academic reading from the like leisurely reading and yeah we'll see how it goes I don't know how sustainable it is because law school does require like two to three hundred pages of reading a week and so adding on anything to that but I feel like 30 minutes is enough where it's like very little and it's not going to add that much more reading to my week and at Mm -hmm. least it's like reading that I'll enjoy so we'll see yeah on a similar note one of my goals was to read I was thinking one book per month, but now I'm thinking maybe just like 12 books total in the year is like a more feasible goal in case one month just like ends up being super busy or something like that. So yeah, I guess on a similar note, like I have never been that good about reading. (laughs) I think because I had the excuse in college of like, oh, I read so much anyway. Like I just never super got into reading for leisure, but I admire people that like are so educated because they read in their free time and like having screen-free activities is so important. So I really want to become more of that person. And I did get some books for Christmas that I'm like excited about the subject matter and stuff. So I think it's attainable. But yeah, send me your recommendations because I kind of want to list out now every book so that I'm like really held accountable and like maybe just buying them all right off the bat off that website that I mentioned, Better World Books, I think it's called, Mm -hmm. that like donates a book for every book that you buy. So kind of like hitting those two goals in one, (laughs) like more ethical consumption and then also reading 12 books so yeah send me your recommendations if you guys have any books I'm open to fiction and nonfiction. I'm more of a nonfiction person but if you have a really good fiction book I'm open so let me know yeah I'm more of a fiction gal so feel free to send me all your fiction and I will read absolutely anything I don't care how trashy romantic whatever it is I love I love a good book so <laughs> Um, my next goal, and I feel like this is a goal that everyone has, but I have to put it on there because I can always be better at it. And it is to drink more water. I just have like a 32 ounce mason jar and I fill it up with water three times a day. And some days I'm really good about it. Some days I'm really bad about it. So I want to have more good days than bad and just make Mm -hmm. sure that I'm drinking water and not as much sparkling water because I've tricked my brain into Mm -hmm. thinking that sparkling water counts and I don't think it does. Yeah. I forget it's called there's like this app where you water a plant with every amount of water you drink and it's like really sad if the plant dies so you should look into that and then (gasps) get it because it like helps you track because you also are like feeling for this like virtual plant that you're taking care of yeah (laughs) i'll look into it 
My next goal is to find more ways to keep dance in my life. You guys probably know, but that's actually how Kylie and I know each other is we grew up dancing together and both of our dance careers ended really abruptly this past spring when senior semester went under due to coronavirus and everything. So I feel like I didn't really have closure on that part of my life. And I don't know if I want it. Like, I don't know if I, when it's safe and possible, like I'm going to continue dance in some more legitimate setting or just like be more of a bystander and like enjoy going to shows. Like, I just want to figure out like what dance is in this next stage of my life to me and like how to keep it in my life because I felt really distant from it these past like six months and it's not fun to be so distant from something that like was legitimately your life for like 20 years (laughs) so I just want to figure out like what the next steps of like keeping dance in my life could look like and like start exploring those more yeah I dittoed this goal I had a realization I was taking a peloton ride and the ride like specifically like went to the beat of the music and there was like choreography on the bike and things like that and at the end of the ride the instructor was like if you're a dancer or if you're a former dancer like these groove rides it's what they're called are definitely for you and my dad had like just come downstairs and I looked at him and I was like am I a former dancer like what mm-hmm. and he, of course my dad being my dad he's like no no like it's totally like you're still a da- you're always a dancer I was like but yeah. I don't think I am anymore <laughs> um so yeah so kind of the same way that you were saying I think ideally I would want to figure out a way to keep actually dancing but I also recognize that as we get older it's going to be a little less feasible and also in the pandemic it's like really not feasible because where can we go and I'm not just gonna like bust a move in my basement or maybe I will who knows (laughs) so yeah just figuring out how to like keep it in my life because I feel like you said we had it in our lives for 20 plus years and I'm just not ready to let go of it yet Mm mm-hmm and I don't think we have to. Our dance teacher, Sandy, yeah. always said, like, life's a dance. Like, you're always going to have yeah dance in your life. But I just want to figure out how to have it more literally in my life. <laughs> yeah. Agree. <laughs> Next one is just to take every opportunity to spend time in nature. Like, if I'm ever at the cabin and, like, don't have anything to do for the next few hours, like, going on a hike. Like, just making sure that I'm, like, taking the time to be outside, even if the weather is not ideal. Because I just know that, like, I feel so much better after spending time outside. So like forcing myself to do that more often this year is a goal. Yeah. Um. So then my last little personal goal is to stay off my phone first thing in the morning and last thing at night because this is something that I do. I, I The last thing I'm looking at is my phone when I go to bed and the first thing that I grab is my phone in the morning. And it just doesn't need to be that way. There's nothing going on. Like there's no need. So obviously reading 30 minutes before bed should help with the nighttime goal. I just need to get better at like, I feel like I should start doing, I saw somewhere that like you should write like a small like three item to-do list of like simple items, like make your bed, go get a glass of water and like brush your teeth or something like that and force myself to do those three things before I'm allowed to look at my phone or maybe like Mm -hmm. implementing one thing that's supposed to take, you know, 20 minutes or so. Um, just to ensure that like I'm not consuming content literally from sunrise to sunset because that's kind of what I'm doing right now and there's no need. Yeah, I agree. It's funny because my last goal on this list, I wrote it out and I was like, this is funny. Be more content without content. <laughs> okay, I didn't, I was reading this as both being content. So I was like, be more content without content. I was like, does she mean like be happy even when it's sad? Like <laughs> positivity? <laughs> No, like I want to, I want to like be able to sit 
without music on, without a podcast on, without a video on, like, I want to be able to like fill that space because I literally think about how like people in, I don't know, Victorian times, like didn't have content to consume. And I'm like, they must have had so much more interesting thoughts because they could like actually think and like not just be like infiltrated by all these external things all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really have like actionable ways to implement this yet, but because similar to you, like every single time I have a free second, even in the shower, I'm listening to a podcast, like I'm always filling the space with something. So I guess just trying to have like more space that's not full so that I can like fill it with my own thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. I would suggest start with the shower. Start like not listening to stuff in the shower. I feel like that's really attainable. I truthfully never listen to stuff in the shower and I have my best ideas in there. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) So So now moving into our manifestations, I guess the difference between goals and manifestations for me is that a goal is like very actionable and like laid out and has like a time frame and whatever and a manifestation is something that maybe you don't have direct control over but you would really appreciate if it happened I don't know do you think that's true yeah I think that and also I think that goals are like actionable items that get you to manifestations because I know a mm-hmm. big part of manifestation is obviously you have to like speak it into existence but you also need to put in actionable effort towards making that manifestation a reality like you can't just say I want a million dollars and like sit on your couch and eat chips because you're not mm-hmm. just going to like randomly get a million dollars. So I guess I look at goals as like the ways that you can get to your manifestations and making them a part of your reality. Well said. We each wrote down one small thing and one big thing that we're manifesting in 2021. So I can start us off with the small thing. And that is just increased success for this podcast is one thing that I'm manifesting. Um, and for me, success looks like broadened reach, like a mm-hmm. larger audience, and more ways to like connect directly with listeners and obviously cool guests and things like that. Yeah. So I ditto this manifestation and I also added in just like overall cool content. I think we're both very creative and like I think we're cool people and I think we could make <laughs> cool things. And I'm not saying that we haven't made cool things up until this point. Like I definitely I'm very proud of our show and our episodes, but expanding that to other platforms and just Seeing, seeing what we can do with this, you know, small little family that we created with the podcast. Um, and then also, so I'm not completely piggybacking off of you, <laughs> I want to manifest inner peace this upcoming semester. And I'm hoping that will come with being a lot more mindful of my own mental health and talking to people, reaching out to therapists and counselors and letting go of kind of my perfectionist attitude because it's definitely gotten me into a pinch from time to time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now for the big thing that we're each manifesting in 2021, this is me getting back to the idea of maybe moving out. Um, so I feel like this goal feels the least in my control because I feel like all of this is dependent on the situation with the virus and like the situation there. Like, am I going to be working in person? If not, it doesn't really make sense for me to relocate. So I guess it's just a big old manifestation that like the virus is gone (laughs) and I have the opportunity to do this. So I don't really feel like it's something that I can be super actionable towards, which is why I think of it as like more of a manifestation. But a manifestation for me would be to move to like an ideal apartment situation, probably in the Boston area and like live a more independent life in my 20s because I feel like I know it's only like been a year basically that our lives have been flipped upside down but like a year of your 20s is like significant yeah and I just don't want to be missing out and I know that's like 
not necessarily the case with like everyone that lives at home. But for me, I really value independence and I value being able to decorate. And I felt like that's something that like I've always looked forward to. And I really want to make it happen for myself as long as like the situation is safe and like financially makes sense and everything. So that's something I'm really hoping for. But again, we'll see given all the stuff that's going on. And like I said, like I'm finally like content at home. So if it doesn't happen for like valuable reasons, then I get it. But like universe if you're listening and you could make yeah. all the stars align i would love yeah. that <laughs> no i agree and i think no tea no shade but i think for both of us new hampshire isn't really the place for us to be spending our 20s like this isn't where we're going to get the most fulfillment mm-hmm. um so yeah then or at least that's how i feel i don't mean to put like words in your mouth but i agree with that um and just yeah not wanting to miss out. Your 20s are supposed to be like the best time of your life and we're spending it in a pandemic. So that's lame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for me, my like big thing that I'm manifesting in 2021 is more clarity on what the right path is for me. I feel like I talked about in a past episode that I've had a little bit of doubt about whether or not law school was the best choice or at the very least whether law school right now is the best choice for me. But even in general, like I'm not saying that I'm going to drop out of law school yet, um, but <laughs> but like even if, you know, I say, no, yeah, law school, it's just I was stressed and that's why I was feeling the way that I was feeling, figuring out where in the law or where I can see myself using my law degree because I don't even really have that figured out if I'm being honest. Um, so my goal is to just kind of get clarity on where I will have the most impact as far as a career goes and like what will bring me the most fulfillment can't speak Mm -hmm. yeah super important so now closing out the episode we just want to talk about some ways that we're gonna push ourselves in 2021 Um, my first one is just like making health a priority and like making fewer excuses in this category like I feel like this year has been the year of me being like it's a pandemic. I should eat the mac and cheese if I want it. And like, that is true. And I do stand by that, like as a good mindset to have and everything. But like when you haven't had greens for a month, (laughs) it stops being a good mindset. And I used to eat like pretty well and I just feel like it's fallen off. So like, I want to really push myself by like not making excuses as much in 2021. Yeah. Same here. For me, a way that I want to push myself, and I kind of talked about this earlier in the episode, was to find other ways Uh, besides my grades to measure my own success and self-worth. As I mentioned before, this is something that does not at all come naturally to me. I very naturally just associate my grades and my academic success with my own self-worth. So I definitely want to push myself to think of the other ways that I've been successful and that I have just contributed overall to good things. I think journaling will help with that too. Yeah, I think so too. My next one is not always picking the safe choice. I think I am like one of, if not the most risk averse person I've ever met. (laughs) Um, So like I will never, ever, ever pick the perceivingly riskier choice. And I think that's a good habit to an extent, but I think it can prevent you from having fun and things like that sometimes. So I think just trying to at least give the other choice like more thought this year and like not always just like automatically being so conservative with like the decisions that I make. Yeah. Same here, sister. I'm like risk, never heard of her. (laughs) I would like the safe path, please. For me, another way that I want to push myself is to find ways to diversify 
my income, especially because I'm not working right now and I really miss a paycheck. Um, but just like looking into, I started a Depop over the summer and I had like pretty, I don't want to say success because there's people that like actually, I think make their full income on Depop, but for someone that was just like putting old things from their closet, I'd sold a few things and made a couple dollars. So I want to get back into like posting on there. Like I said, I have way too many clothes. I have a problem. So I have plenty that I can sell on there. Um, and just like other ways, whether it be through this podcast, maybe I'll manifest some sponsorships for us <laughs> this coming year so that we can diversify our income that way. But I've definitely become the type of person that stresses a lot about money. And that sucks because I'm literally 23 years old and I shouldn't be this stressed about money. So just kind of overall, I guess, manifesting like and pushing myself to be a bit more financially comfortable in whatever way works for me. Um that's what I'm looking for in the next year. Yeah, definitely. I think money is such a stressor for people. So yeah. I can understand that. And I've always wanted to diversify my income more too. I'm thinking like through like stock options and stuff. Like that's always yeah. something that I want to look into. But again, it's like when you're risk averse, you don't want to invest in the stock market. Like that's like mm. – so. Join anyway. me on Depop. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last one and I guess my final one of this episode is to – prioritize my friendships more. So I think when in the last episode, we talked about like things we want to leave in 2020. And I think that was like when I said distance from friends, that was a big thing. And I think I could be better about like being the first one to reach out and check in on people. I think sometimes people will text me and I'll like scroll up and see like the last time I talked to them and it will have been like months prior. And I'm like, oh my God, like I can't believe we haven't talked in that long. But like I have equal power to reach out. So I think just trying to like reach out to friends more, but like especially in a situation where we can't see them is like important and I should prioritize it more. Yeah, I hear you. My last one and the last little goal of this episode is to be more tidy and to pick up after myself. I left out the K and pick on the script. So that's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you were to see my room right now, there is in fact uh clothes on the ground and it's never I'm not dirty like I'm not the type of person that has like food bowls and like dirty laundry and things like that so to clarify I'm just messy and I stand by that there's a difference between dirty and messy so like I'll get like clean laundry and just let it sit on my floor for days and it's like there's no it takes 30 seconds to put it away Kylie there's just absolutely no need to do that but I do it so I want to get better at not doing that and pushing myself to just Take care of it as soon as it's a thing. As soon as I get my laundry, bring it up, put it away. Don't, you shouldn't even touch the floor at any point. Yeah. That kind of surprises me, honestly. I feel like since we've never like lived together or like when we hang out, it's not usually at each other's houses. I feel like I don't really know that about you, but I heard this thing that was like, if something's going to take you, I think they said less than 10 minutes, but I use it more in my life as like less than five minutes. Mm hmm. But, like, if something's, like, weighing on your mind and bothering you and it's going to take you less than five minutes to solve, like, just do it. And I've, like, pretty well – like, I think I've implemented that pretty well, like, in my life. So, I think that's a good rule yeah. of thumb. I need to work on it. I will say, and I guess any of my two roommates that I had in college can vouch, but I think when I'm sharing my space with a roommate, I did such a good job at it because I was just very mindful of, like, I'm sharing this space and I shouldn't, you know, take up extra room just because I'm lazy and don't want to put my laundry away. But because I'm at home in my own room, I'm like, it's fine. Like, I'll just do it later. It's my own space anyways. But like, a cluttered room does lead to a cluttered mind. So mm -hmm. everyone pick up after yourselves in 2021. 
Agreed. All right, so that concludes this episode of Two Degrees Hotter. Again, please submit your goals for 2021. We're really curious to hear about them and to manifest them for you in an upcoming episode when we read them anonymously on the air. So remember to check out the link in the description of this episode to fill out that form and we're excited to read your goals yeah and we'll make sure to put all the steps to enter the raffle in the description and also over on our instagram so make sure you follow us over there so that you get updated and we're really excited to be in the new year and with you guys throughout hopefully what's a better year than 2020 at least yeah good riddance 2020 glad you're gone yeah (laughs) All right, guys, have a great week and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Yes, bye guys. Bye.